Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Sorry, I was a little bit late. That's okay. Um, we had like, someone round, and I was, uh, mm, um, how do I say it? Visiting the little boys' room, mm-hmm. and I, I got nervous, and I didn't want to flush the toilet because they'd, they'd know I was up there, and <laughs> get really nervous and go, and then I just chatting away, and please go, please go. <laughs> And they wouldn't go. Why That's wouldn't fine. they go? Why wouldn't they go? They're gone now. Are mm. they gone now? Yes. That. Well, I wouldn't be here otherwise. I'd still be there. Ah. Oh, I'm glad I shared that then. <laughs> You're listening to an apotheosis of a bombast. I love it. everyone, and welcome to episode 87 of An Apotheosis of Bombast. I am one of your hosts, Scott Copperman. You might think I'm located in the United Kingdom somewhere, or in Europe, or possibly in Asia from this thick accent I have, but no, no, I'm, I'm located here in America. And with me, as always, is not our Brazilian friend, not our Australian friend, he does not come from Antarctica comes from the United Kingdom, Great Britain, Mr. Elton McManus. England. England, my friend, England. I just have to go week after week and, and just see how many things I can throw in there before you'll correct it. Do you think there is an Antarctic accent? Um, I can't see why not. I wonder who's, there. who's in Antarctica. It's probably a bunch of um, just scientists, but... Is that the South? Yes. For some I reason, I they... think it's largely, like... French scientists. I don't know why I think that, though. Um, I guess Australia. I You'd have Australia. And in Lost, it was, what, Brazil? Costa Rican? Some more South American scientists? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I don't know. Who would... I don't know. I just imagine Americans just rolling up in their big boats, putting their big tents up, and sitting there, I suppose. I wonder though if they have a, a dialect or an accent or just a twang in their voice because maybe they're always they're always shivering. It has just like a tone, or they tend to mumble, or because their mouth's always covered with so many things, they enunciate particularly well. No, I'd imagine that they just talk through their thick woolly jumpers. And everyone just gets used to the actual words that they're saying. Well, that's what I mean. It's so you adjust to it. But I, I'm always intrigued by how in America you have regional uh, inflections and voices, and um, there's no reason for it really. I mean, there's nothing about the land in one state that makes you pronounce your e's differently, or something in the water that makes your L's roll and your R's roll. You know, I, I'm not sure what it would be. I mean, I can kind of understand a culture-wide thing, or you know, a regional thing, or even possibly you have a uh, 
popular figure that everyone's trying to emulate. You know, whether it be a king, a queen, a uh, um, celebrity even. But what makes people on the south side of town talk one way and people on the other side of town speak another way? I don't know. I, I don't it know happened. where it comes from. Maybe it's like the the work situation. Because in England, we've got so many accents anyway. We've got you know, Newcastle, Liverpool, Manchester. Then you move all the way down to London as well. I know there's more places than that, but... They're yep. also different as well, and even if if you go down to Cornwall and you know the south coast, they're, they're slightly different. I just don't know where it comes from. I I kind of like it though. I think it's quite cool. Is it the kind of thing though that if you if someone moves to a region, do they start to speak that way, or is it more you have to have been raised there? I think if you stay there for long enough, if you go over for a weekend, then you're not going to pick it up. But. See, it's funny because on Facebook, people start talking, like, there's there's American people who throw in the occasional un-American uh, hellos and goodbyes and, you know, a mate here and there and... Uh, Cheers. <laughs> yeah, and things like, like that. that. And it's like, uh, you know, that's definitely... Uh, well, I, w- I was going to say it's definitely voluntary, but not necessarily. I mean, if, if all your interactions back and forth have that, then I suppose... I think that's kind of cool, though, because you know, the Brits, English, whatever you want to call them, um, chuck in awesome all the time. That's an American word, isn't it? Yeah. And there's there's other little bits like uh, people putting y'all, and you think, okay, that's quite cool. I wouldn't use it myself, but yeah, all right. That's, I like that. And I don't know. what What's the best accent in the world, then, that you know of? There's something about, I, I assume it's Australia, not New Zealand, but there's something about that that just has a, a real appeal here. I think because it's familiar, but it's different, I and mean, it doesn't compromise your ability to understand what's being said. Yeah. See, I. Oh, but we're gonna have to get some people on with accents. So, well, we'll have to come some... up with a paragraph that they have to read, and. Uh, We'll, we'll evaluate it. Yeah, okay. All right, then. That, that's your homework for everyone out there. If they want to send in a sentence. I know. What what sentence can we have? Um, well, didn't we have the, the artificial speech generator in a previous episode? Yeah. <laughs> we could go through and have them. We could even do that in lieu of uh, real people. Yeah. Guess the accent. But yeah, we'll have to think of a good phrase. There probably is some standard phrase that, uh, like when you learn to type, there's the sentence, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy brown dog. Or wait, there's two browns in there. Quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Has every yeah. letter in it. I assume there's a, a sentence that has every phonetic, or a paragraph that has every phonetic sound in it. Now we want something just quirky. Um... Uh, um... Who put these chickens in this swimming pool? There we go. Yes. And then I, I want people from Liverpool to do it and so, uh, Newcastle. So please record to do yourself it. saying that phrase. Who put these chickens in the swimming pool? Yeah, that would be wicked. And then we can like play guess the the accent. <laughs> Sounds good. Because it'll be from uh, Norfolk, and you, I reckon you'll be like, oh, well, that's that's from Australia. No, and. There'll be one from Texas, and I think it's from... Uh, Oklahoma. Uh, 
it, I, I, yeah, are they <laughs> near each other? I don't know. Yes, I, I don't. <laughs> That's all right. So anyway, how are things with you? Cool, absolutely cool. I got my new Xbox because the other one died. So now I am officially a Xbox owner with Connect. Sorry, I hang my head in shame. PlayStation's still better though. Sorry. I was reading today about PlayStation and, and uh, some of the bones they're throwing out there to people, free games, and please come back, please trust us, but they say that the PlayStation's really going to take a long-term hit. I think Sony will. I, I think yeah. it's more people out there generally don't like Sony, and uh, people hacked uh, Nintendo, but they didn't take any details. They just hacked it and showed a, an open loop to the people of Nintendo said, look, this this window's open. Do you mind shutting it? Thank you very much. Whereas they hacked Sony and went, huh, your window was open and we took everything. Sorry. And it just seems like people have got a vendetta against them. Where I, I can understand because they do overprice a lot of stuff and a lot of their software is bobbins. But a lot of their products have got a good idea behind them. Well, apparently that anonymous group was upset with Sony because they were prosecuting I, – I don't have the article with me. It's in the, in the other room. But there was some hacker who had hacked into PlayStation to try to restore some older features. I guess some of the earlier versions you could play uh, – you, you could put a different operating system in. You could really yeah. modify it really well. So on April 4th, they had called for some just minor nuisancey kind of things, but um, apparently someone decided to take it a step further, probably within the group. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't want them coming after me. Uh, but on April 19th, they that's when they really went in, and, and the decision Sony made to just keep it quiet for about a week affected not only the users, but there were companies who were releasing downloadable content during that span, and they didn't even tell them that there was a problem. Mm. So it's there's going to be lawsuits and all kinds of stuff going on. It's a bad way of dealing with it. Let's put it like that. Yeah. They should have nipped it in the bud and come out, held their hands up and said, look, we've been hacked. Sorry, guys. Uh, cancel all your cards straight away. And they didn't. They just sat on it for a week trying to cover it up. And then all of a sudden, everyone got wind of it. I know this is an old, old news story anyway, but... I, I'm still a big fan of the PlayStations. I've always had one and probably always will have one anyway because I, th I just think they're a lovely bit of kit compared to anything else out there. And people people stick up for the Xbox. The way I see it, you have, um, you have PC users and you have Mac users and you have PlayStation and you have the Xbox as well. And I see more the... Um, uh, the Xbox seems to be like the PC because they're, they're they're cheaper and there's a lot more of them, so they're more open to a lot of people out there. Whereas the the PlayStation is a little bit more expensive, but it does more or less the same job, same plays the same games, and the Mac is it it does it. It's more expensive, but it, it does everything so well, and so does the uh, the PlayStation, but. The, the people with the PCs and the Xboxes, they look down on the people who have spent a little bit more money on their, their kit. And, yeah, come on, guys. 
it's we're all just sitting in front of our TVs playing video games anyway. Why do you have to like, you know, belittle other people about it? It kind of pisses me off. I would think though, if you were a game designer, that's got to be the biggest nuisance to have to create things for different platforms. I mean, if if they were ever powerful enough to to be able to sit there and say, hey, you know what? We wanted to be able to just make one version. Make your stuff interactive. Make it make it compatible. Because like for for EA, you know, they just take you know FIFA 2010 and spruce it up a bit. Basically, still go with the same engine, same structure. They got FIFA 2011. You know, and yeah, all that stuff, but um, that are like an up startup company has to has to really cater to th- four different platforms, you know, yeah, PC, right, yeah. Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, and and then playing. I know I would play even more if I could play with people on PlayStation because it just doubles doubles the population can work with. Well, that would be wicked, wouldn't it, if you could have a, a cross-platform uh, server which would just run everything. So if even if you're you're playing one game you, uh, on the PlayStation 3 and then you could play someone else on the PC or someone else on the Wii or someone else on the Xbox. And it would be, that would be so cool. But I think it's just the amount of programming that goes into it. The, the PlayStation is supposed to be so hard to program for as well. Well, that, that's what I mean. That just shows how much of a nuisance it must be for the uh, gaming program programmers because mm. they're so dissimilar. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I like the the Connect as well. We've got one of them bundled in there with it as well. And that's more fun than what I thought it would be. The first day or two, I just let the kids bounce around because they were excited to get it. And so they, they do all the, the star jumps and the bouncing around. And I, I found myself, no, I'm not going to be bouncing around in my front room and then slowly oh that looks all right let me let's have a quick go just just let daddy have a go just just daddy it's time and then, for bed now right yeah everybody yeah <laughs> and then 10 minutes later there i'm oh, jumping around and it takes pictures of you as you're doing stuff and then you start throwing shapes because you, know, you look a dickhead anyway jumping around in your front room so you mm-hmm. might as well look even more of a dickhead <laughs> and so yeah I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed with the actual package itself because it comes with Duracell batteries for the the controllers, which I didn't realise. I thought it came with like rechargeable batteries, and on the PlayStation, that's all built into the controller. Yeah, I had to so buy think, rechargeable things for myself. Yeah, what what's going on with that? And and the big battery, well, the big power pack at the back as well. Yeah, you know, it's all built into the PlayStation. It looks lovely, and then you have this Xbox. This Xbox with the actual console, and then out the back you have this dirty big battery pack. The Xbox is the man's greatest invention for heat and noise, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And the new one's as quiet as the mouse. It's as quiet as the PlayStation, if not a wee bit quieter. But the 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 original one, it just sounds like an aeroplane taking off. It's just ridiculous. But I mean. I'm kind of impressed with it. I like it. I'm glad I got it, but I still have my my baby. <laughs> so I guess uh, I guess this week I have to relinquish my reign as Facebook fan of the of the show. I'll have to choose someone else when the show is over. So listeners, you have. 
probably about 30 minutes to like our page. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. Don't tell them. 30 seconds to uh, 30 minutes to like your page and you know perhaps you can still get in on that I'll be choosing shortly but not yet <laughs> some people might think they can run over and do it still I'm I'm watching them all flood in yeah look look at the uh, number uh, it's like an actual clock counting up yep it's ridiculous <laughs> anyway we did have some people put some things on the Facebook page uh, which we certainly appreciate. Uh, yeah. Taking a, a quick look through. Um, we have the Slavic Cannibal, which I don't know how much I want to really get into <laughs> the whole story about that. I did read about it. it was, it's an interesting kind of crazy scenario. Did you follow yeah. that whole article? Yeah, well, can I play the clip? Sure. You're looking at a potential house of horror. Authorities in Slovakia got into a gun battle here with a would-be cannibal. Police say the 43-year-old suspect had been searching for a person who wanted to commit suicide and would agree to let him eat the body. A Swiss citizen initially agreed, but later changed his mind and informed authorities. Tuesday, an undercover officer pretended to be the would-be victim. However, the suspect began firing, seriously wounding one officer, Residents of the town say the suspect was a nice person who was always willing to help others and adds he took care of his family. Police say they shot the suspect several times and so far he is unable to speak with investigators. However, they say it appears the suspect was planning to take his victim to an agreed place where he had further instruments to complete the act. Tim McGuire, the Associated Press. So, yeah, you have a, a person on the internet wanting to commit suicide and someone else looking for someone to commit suicide so they can eat them. Mm-hmm. ha It's apparently not the first time either. There's a number of references to uh, some German fellow, and that's that's the part that I don't particularly want to go into heavy detail about. Armin, a... Armin Mavis? Melvis? Mavis? Yeah, know. let's call him Mavis. But, uh, yeah, it's, so he, he apparently went through the whole process. Found somebody what? and of actually doing it, of actually getting yes. someone, and then they commit suicide, and then he eats them. Yes. Oh, that's mental. So, well, like the way the other guy, the the Swiss guy, backed out of it. Yes. <laughs> he got cold feet. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's bizarre. And then reading the comments under that video on YouTube, there's people are making the case. Well, you know. He wasn't looking to murder the person. He was just looking to eat a piece of meat that he would find, and he wanted to know where he could find it. What part of this is illegal? If there's two consenting adults doing this... I think the consumption of human flesh is illegal. Is it illegal? I think so. I think it's illegal. I think it's illegal, and it may even be just one of those laws that just gives you footing to to pursue cases like this where yeah. you know just like I think I think suicide is illegal and again yeah. largely to give the police the right to intervene yeah I've heard suicide's illegal and there's always that joke well if I commit suicide we can do arrest me well no we're not you'll be dead yes but 
if we know that you're going to be committing it at a certain place at a certain time, well, we can arrest you just before you jump off the bridge. And right, and you never know who's how much uh, brainwashing, influencing, bullying is going on too. So, well, yeah, how much grooming has gone online to get someone around? Oh yeah, go on, go on, just say. It. And someone feels pressured into it. You know, yeah, everyone's felt pressured into buying insurance or buying a carpet or buying other little bits, haven't they? And mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a way of speaking and getting you into that mindset of, oh, all right then, yes, I'll just do it. And then maybe he got into that situation and then oh, it's oh, it's proper mental, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it? You have to be bonkers in in one respect to actually look for someone to commit suicide so you can actually munch on their insides. Yeah, there's just yeah, there's just so many parts of it that are are abnormal. Yeah. And, it it's so bizarre. Sickness, yeah. But some people get off on that as well. And I, I don't mean oh that was a, a nice bit of steak, but they really get off on it. Yeah. You know, we were talking about the human centipede too last week. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the kind of crazy things. See, don't you ever worry about these sort of people just being down the road? Because I'm sure they are. They are just round the corner, aren't they? And even the people that think up these movies that are proper horrible, you know, someone sat down and thought about, you know, cutting this person in this way and hurting this person in that way. What can we do to their body? But they won't die and it'll miss all their vital organs. And, you know, who don't wouldn't, wouldn't a director go up to a uh, a a doctor and say look I'm researching a, a movie and maybe the doctor gets suspicious and calls in the police and mm-hmm. I'm sure that must have happened at some point. Oh yeah. And the doctor must t- just turn around. And go, yeah, do you know what? You're a fruitcake, mate. And <laughs> you you want to do this and you want to do that and then you want to film it and then sell it and people actually watch it. What the hell? Yeah. Crazy uh, stuff. But yeah, yeah uh, that was apparently that was in, in the town or area of my friend Lee Newton, who lives out there. So yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Careful what you, with the uh, advertisements you answer. Yeah, watch out for them burgers that uh, you might end up with. On a slightly related note, there's uh, another story I had found. Um,. What basically happened is you have a a divorce, which I guess was going ugly, and uh, the ex-wife decides I don't maybe they weren't even divorced yet. She might have might have been in the process of, of going a different way, but so the woman decides she's gonna spy on her on her husband, so she creates a, uh, a fake Facebook account. You know, she's thirty, she makes an account of like a teenage girl and. And like flirts with uh, the husband and friends, the husband, all this stuff gets just tries to get real tight, buddy, buddy with him. And the conversation goes on. I I think it's over the course of maybe a month. And then the husband reportedly asks the girl, uh, does she know any gangbangers in her school who would uh, (laughs) kill the wife for $10,000? You know, once she's gone, I don't have to hide with my kids. I can do what I want. I don't have to worry about seeing my family anymore. You should find someone at your school. 
There's got to be some gangbangers that would put a cap in her ass for $10,000. I'm done with her crap. God. So the the woman with her you know, Facebook account and all this thing and sits there and goes, uh, right to the police. You know, she's, she was hoping to just win custody of, uh, I guess they're, they're getting a divorce or having a divorce. She's trying to win a custody battle is what I'm seeing here. Yeah. So she goes to the police and she's like, he, he's trying to kill me. So the police come and the husband says, uh, 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 hold on a sec. I have a sworn affidavit. You know, six days before I actually made that comment, you'll see I'm here with the notary. I've uh, written this note that I've received a friend request from a Jessica Studebaker, who I suspect is my ex-wife. I'm going to lie to this person to gain positive proof that it is indeed my ex-wife, again trying to tamper with my life. In no way do I have any plans to leave my children or to harm her or my ex-wife in any way. And so he wrote this all out. That, like, yeah. he was going to, I'm going to mess with her. And, you know, got it notarized and locked in the safe somewhere and gave a copy to someone else. And uh, luckily, well, it's stupid he did it, but luckily, you know, the, the police, the FBI says, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it was all and, just a hoax. But And that's submissible, is it? I guess. I mean, what a chance. I mean, who takes that chance? You, know, you you write that down and you go to all this process and you're like, yep, yeah, I did that. But look, I have a note. And someone says, so what? <laughs> what do you mean, so what? I have it all. I, I, uh. I mean, yeah, he could, but he's messed up anyway, but he could have got himself in a ton of trouble. It's clever the first time. It's only when the mass murderer turns around and says, well, you know, I, I was forced into it because I watched too many cartoons when I was younger and I've got a note to prove it and well, all you have to do is write a note to yourself post it in your letter like you did when with yeah. demo tapes like you, people used to you put, you put your demo tape in a uh, envelope and post it to yourself and then you got the stamp uh, yeah. the date mark on there yeah well you know the the divorce is apparently really really ugly and, and I think we've all seen and, and no known shit. stories of people who do some crazy psycho things but this mm. I mean where, where are the friends who would intervene and say you know what just move on let's, let's let's go get a drink just hit delete get off the computer let's let's go to a ball game come on there's some cute girls over there there's a nice guy over there let's, let's move forward what a mess oh it is and it was his ex-wife is that right yes she reportedly thought she caught her ex-husband confessing he was looking for someone to kill her. Do you reckon she was trying to stitch him up? Well, that sounds obvious, but do you reckon? Yeah, probably. That's such a bizarre thing to happen, though. It's kind of cool, though. Kind of. It's a crazy story. And then you, these are just the tip of the iceberg, too. You know there's all kinds of things like this that go on. Oh, that yeah, there's absolute tons of it, isn't there? Uh, there were a couple other things that we had found and shared in various places. Um, let's see. You you found the Fritz the Cat video and put that up on the Facebook page for those who are looking for it. Yeah, that's weird. You can also find it just on YouTube. It's uncensored, though, so be careful. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a cat having sex with another cat in a bathtub in the cartoon style. And it's just... It's weird. Bo- it's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, we had... 
news that um, there will be no plans to defend against the zombies when they come. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Amanda found an article, put it on the Facebook page. It basically says, uh, guys are on your own. <laughs> when the what? zombies come, don't be coming to City Hall. We're not. Well, I, I, uh, what actually happened? Uh, hang on. Uh, Robert a- Ansley. Ainsley? Robert Ainsley. Robert Ainsley asked Leicester City Council to explain its emergency plans to tackle the Dawn of the Dead style of attack. And they turned around and said, well, we don't have any plans ready for you. Sorry, mate. And he's like, well, oh my God, you don't have any plans. And it's all just kicked off. I think it's quite cool, though, because now there might be some... Hang on. Legislation. I can't say that word. Mm -hmm. legislation yeah legislation put into place that now all councils have to have a we don't have a zombie apocalypse uh procedure in their notes i think it's wonderful though i don't mind unless he's also the same guy ripping spending at city hall like Mm. oh can you let me let me invest uh you know four weeks of the committee's time on developing a zombie plan and then complain about our tax rate or... I'd like to think that there's a hotline set up for it as well. And you have to dial uh, 0800 zombie or something. And then you get through to this lady. A uh, bit like the Ghostbusters lady. and you know, Yeah. No, we, we haven't seen anything. No, no, there are no zombies yet. No, or just grab an axe and you'll be fine. Today's zombie status was green. <laughs> We're moving the level <laughs> yeah. to yellow at 6 o'clock to 8 p.m. That would be so cool, though. What What is your... I know I keep asking this, but what is your weapon of choice? I'm, I'm going to have to go with an axe. I'm going to get knackered swinging that bastard, yeah. but it doesn't run out of ammo. And we don't have gun stores around here. No. We can't go to Walmart and pick out 9mm and just raid the whole shop for water and guns and crisps it's not gonna happen so i just go for my axe or my petrol strimmer but the petrol run out yeah i'm not sure it just i it just seems like uh it's the messiest of weapons what the axe yeah something flaming you know and it's never like in the movies you don't get a clean shot and cleave it right in two it's you swing it gets stuck it rips it yeah well yeah you have these problems if you have an axe, you've got the the problem of splatter going on you, and if that goes in your eyes, or if you've got a cut, then you're, you know, you're a zombie. <laughs> Apparently, according to the laws. Yeah. But if you have a gun, then you've got the chance of running out of ammunition. If you have a th- a flamethrower, then you're going to run out of petrol at some point. If you have a chainsaw, you're going to run out of petrol at some point. Or if you have a cord one, then you have to you you've got twenty meters worth of radius that you got before you run out of cord can zombies swim or you are you safe on an island i don't know can zombie i'd imagine that they just go upstream and then they float and one of them's bound to land on that see i don't like zombies typically are portrayed as having some some driving force like it, it what motivates them hunger yeah, that's why I see it. 
If there's nothing to eat, then they'll just stand there. So if they can't smell or detect the food, then they just bop around? Yeah. Just kicking their heels. Hmm. Kind of like the, some people around here. <laughs> I don't know, but... Hmm. I don't like it when I see a zombie movie where they they pick up a gun and then they look at the gun and oh I've just worked out how this works mm-hmm. and then you've also all of a sudden got intelligent zombies walking around with guns and machetes trying to fight back at you yes I can understand a rock trying to smash you know wood or a pane of glass well it's usually it's the healthy person who gets turned into a zombie yeah they didn't just crawl to the grave it's your friend who just got bit or you know, in some way, they're they were one of you a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Well, did you have anything that wasn't on the Facebook page that you were looking to share today? Yes. Uh, hang on a second. Let me just go. Right, this is being put on my my page. I'm gonna play the I'll play the video, but I I haven't actually okay. heard this yet, so I don't know what I'm diving into just yet. Hello, my name is Debbie. Um. This is my first attempt oops, um, at a eHarmony video. Um, this is my first time at online dating, so I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. Um, so I'm just going to start talking about what I like and hope I get some replies. Um, so I am a recent... Um, MBA grad from Villanova. Um, I love cats. Um, I just, sorry, I'm getting emotional. I love cats. Um, I love every kind of cat. Sorry, I just, I really love cats. And I just want to hug all of them, but I can't because that's crazy. I can't hug every cat, but I just want to. I want to. I want to. Um, I'm sorry. I just, I get, anytime I hear cat, I just, I love cats. Um, ooh, how this is my fault. I want to cry. Um, so anyway, I... I'm a cat lover, um, and I love to run. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. I just, (laughs) I think about how many don't have a home, and how I should have them, and how cute they are, and how their ears... And the whiskers and the nose. I just love them. And I want them. And I want them in a basket. And I want little bow ties. I want them to be on a rainbow. And just in my bed. And I just want a house full of them. And I just want to still roll around. I I would call shenanigans on that. Yeah, I would as well. But it's... I don't want to, but I've never seen this before, and it's got just over six and a half million hits. So yeah, I'd say it's an actress. 
book. <laughs> she wants cats with bow ties on rainbows. That's wicked. <laughs> she wants a house full of them. And when she comes home from work, she opens the door and just gets covered in cats. Yeah, it's, it's got to be someone just looking to get on Tosh.0 or Web Soup or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was sent that, so yeah, wicked. <laughs> uh, what else did I have? Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, you put a um a story about a, a a lady with a boob job. Yes. On there. Well, it, actually, it was a gift she gave her daughter. She's the That's human right. Barbie, and she gave her seven-year-old daughter a ten thousand dollar voucher to get breast implants. God. And, and she's seven years old? Yes. Not the mum, the she, daughter. Yeah. She claimed her daughter, Poppy, begged her for a boob job, so she gave her the voucher so she can have it when she's 16, when it's legal. If she develops naturally big boobs, she can have something else done with it. Sounds oh, like a reasonable open-ended gift. And the daughter said, I can't wait to be like mummy with big boobs. They're pretty. Oh, God. Now, my, my main reason for posting it, though, was the headline. You know, if, if you're on Facebook, you know there's a whole bunch of things that are, are like, not viruses, but little, they're probably, you click on it, and then all of a sudden on your wall, it shows up yeah. on everybody's wall, like, you know, check out this baby, it's, I've never laughed so hard in my life, blah, blah. So, this headline is, Human Barbie, Sarah Burge gives seven-year-old daughter breast implant voucher parentheses photos like you know the photos is there strictly to get people to go ooh I want yeah. to see the, the boobs on the girl in my defense that's not what made me click it as an America Online person I still have like the original America Online software yeah. and as you go on like when you log in it cycles through like news stories so there's like seven pages of, of headlines and news stories and this was one of them yeah isn't isn't this just an example of a a parent living their life through their kid again she's obviously had tons and tons of work how much has she she spent on her work eight hundred thousand dollars christ's sake that's a huge amount of money to spend on yourself and not have a car at the end of it as well oh uh, yeah and it just oh it, where where the hell is she getting this money from? I, you know, I, I suppose that's her business, isn't it? But, yes. um, but I wouldn't say she's beautiful either. This well, no, no. Name me one person who's had so much work and is more stunning after the work. Yeah, you can't. Well, because it's not, it's not, it's not right. Natural. It's like when you sit there, and like say you you go to paint your wall and you put a little bit dab of paint on a on a spot. Well, then something else just doesn't look right. And you end yeah. up having to redo the whole thing. Yeah, that's you know? right, yeah. It just doesn't and blend well. I'd imagine it, it's like tattoos where it's very addictive as well. Where you go through the pain, you, you don't really like the pain, but you like the outcome, and then you like the the fact that you went through the pain to get that outcome. Yeah. And I'd imagine it's very, very addictive. But I remember there was... um. Where we used to live, there used to be a, an anti-racist festival that we used to go to, and one of our friends did a stall, mm -hmm. and that friend had uh, 
a daughter. And so we went up there, we went around all the stalls and had a bit of food and stuff like that. And then we bumped into our friend and she went, oh, look, look, here's, here's so-and-so with her new baby. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And what she picked up was, I'm not, I feel sorry for the baby, but it was the grossest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Mm-hmm. It was probably a three-month-old baby and it had eyeshadow, uh, lip gloss, oh, uh, blusher, all its hair was done up, nails were done. And it was the grossest thing in the world. You know, the one of the most pure things in this land is just a normal baby. And, you, you know, some babies are ugly and some babies aren't. <laughs> and But well, I think it's true, though. I yeah, think some right. babies are... My daughter was, wasn't the best-looking baby ever. Let's put it like that. But now, you know, she's just a normal little kid, but she's not, she wasn't, like, the prettiest baby ever because not all babies are that great you know they they've had quite a hard time inside the mum bouncing around all that time mm-hmm. and so it takes a couple of months for them to you know for their ears to pop out and for their nose to not be squashed and stuff like that yeah. and for them to then plaster all this crap on this baby's face which is one of the most angelic things in this world just you're not making it more beautiful just wipe all that stuff off and then put it in a a nice big jumper and or in one of them little on uh jumpsuits with bunny ears that's cuter than all the makeup and crap and i just can't understand why people do that and you know even getting baby's ears pierced so i I don't know I'm, i'm not gonna let kimmy have her ears pierced until you know, secondary school, I suppose. But then she gets to make the decision whether to or not. Mm-hmm. And you know, that, that's just my thought. But no, don't cake up your, your your babies with tons and tons of makeup. It's horrible. Especially when they haven't got the decision to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a show on here called uh, Toddlers and Tierras. It's about, like, the children beauty pageants. And, oh uh, yeah, it's it must just be starting because their ads are for it constantly, and it's one of the it's a train wreck show where they want you to watch to see how pathetic people are, but mm. uh, it's just it's even just in the commercials it they're like the Chucky dolls they just they don't look right they look freaky don't <laughs> yeah. they it's like wait uh, no it's like the uh, no little people coming after me I I don't want to. But isn't that all fake anyway? They've got their lines. They've learnt their lines. They know how to curtsy and bow and look cute. And I love you. Oh my God, you're the freakiest thing ever. But that's the I, and underneath them is this immature. It's like a psycho ex girlfriend kind of thing. Like, where's my milk? I want my milk. I need my milk now, Mom. Like, whoa, crazy kids. You can't reconcile because it looks like a teenager having a meltdown instead of a baby just being a baby. Yeah. I bet they've all got their riders behind the stage as well, where they they want just blue M and M's and Evian water, <laughs> and I also want a bowler hat with a turtle. I think a lot of it is the uh, is the parents. Hmm. What animals would look good with clothes on? Well, they always do the monkeys, and the do- yeah. monkey dogs are more common every day. I'm trying to hmm. think, I think I've seen a lizard with a little turtleneck once 
a giraffe in a waistcoat. I think that looked cool. I you know, giraffes and zebras, there's something about them that they have this cartoony appeal. I'm not so sure that in real life they're as cute as uh, people make them out to be. Mm. I'd have to give that more thought. A dog with a monocle. But that's not... Yeah, that is a type of clothing. Sod it. Dogs with monocles. There should be more dogs with <laughs> monocles. There we go. Well, that, that brings up uh, a site I had for you. Although I filed it away after uh, some of our previous shows. I've been kind of sitting on it for a while here. Here it is. Dogs with monocles, you say? I'll take that yeah. one step further and say cats with wigs. Oh, wicked. <laughs> These are 15 of the most worthless inventions that money can buy. Did from, you say cats? <laughs> from businesspundit.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. 15 of the most worthless inventions money can buy. There is the weighted cane, also known as the dumbbell cane, <laughs> so that you can uh, get strong while you're walking down the street there. When you can develop the muscular power of an athlete without wasting a moment's time. Sweet. There's a grip for your wine glass, which actually, I mean, it looks ugly, but I could kind of, I could see where someone thought that was a good idea. No, I can't. I can't. You can't? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I mean, you, you wouldn't use it. In the, I mean, you hold the wine glass the way you do for a certain reason, but I could see uh, somebody thinking... They, they make um, like mug handles that you can clip onto beer cans. It's probably someone in that same. It's same a novelty vein. thing. It's it's just something that you get in your, your Christmas stocking, isn't it? Yes. But you don't grip the the stem of the wine glass, though, do you? No. You you, you kind of caress and cup it and underneath. It, it looks ugly. Uh, we have nudicles. Nudicles are prosthetic testicles for your dog allows your dog's junk to return to its former glory <laughs> there is uh, cleavage coverage which is I guess basically just a, a low cut undershirt oh that's such a bad invention there is the flatulence deodorizer <laughs> also known as a fart tampon Oh God! And then the cat oh, wigs. Well, the okay, the flatulence deodorizer or the fart tampon. It it goes around your lady garden or your your junk, as you like to call it, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a spoon that cups the inside of your bum hole. And how does that stop it? I, I suppose it's like porous and lets your your air through it. I don't know. Giving off an, a, a sweet set, a scent of roses, maybe. <sighs> cats with wigs. Are, cats with no. wigs. Finally something for the bald cats. Oh. It looks creepy. Dog sack. The dog sack is for when you, <laughs> you hook it on your <laughs> window. Um, <laughs> you hook it on the window, and it basically puts your dog outside the car door. Let's it uh, just kind of hang along like, I guess the way uh, like a sack of mail would be back in the old Pony Express. Yeah. 
When you take your dog along for a ride but prefer not to have it inside the car, it can ride safely and comfortably in this sack, which is carried on the running board. The bottom of the sack the bottom of the sack is clamped to the running board and the top is fastened to the lower part of the open window with hooks, covered with a small rubber tube to prevent marring the car. Uh, we have phone fingers for the mini touch screen. Just keep your hands, uh, I guess, keep them clean and also to increase your sens- the sensitivity of the touch screen. Yeah. Basically just a glove with only the fingers. Someone cut the actual palm part off. Mm. The subway chin rest. Which oh, basically that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's like a single my... crutch. And then you yeah. just lean forward in and fall asleep standing up. Oh, it's it's just stupid. As if my chin is that heavy. <laughs> I I guess the sense is it's for when you have a long train ride, you want to be able to zone out mm. and you're not gonna get a seat. You basically are creating like a standing, standing bed situation. Why not have one of them little fishing chairs though? It's probably about the same size. Oh, that's brilliant and yet stupid at the same time. I like the next invention though. The that pizza is fork. genius. Yeah. The pizza fork is a traditional fork with a pizza cutting wheel uh, about midway through the handle. So you can cut yourself a piece, then flip the fork over and use it. <laughs> See, I've always been a big fan of that when we had young babies in the house, I always wanted uh, a serrated edged fork so you can cut your food with the, like, the serrated edge like a knife and then eat your fork. So you can eat one handed, basically. Yeah, but how do you put the fork in your mouth? Well, I've got one now. It isn't serrated, but it's quite sharp. Mm. It's like a dull knife on the edge of the fork. I've and used, it's so cool. I've used a knife as a fork. You know, you cut and then you just stab and poke it. But the the knife is so narrow at the end, I don't have to worry about injuring myself. Mm. Let's see. We have uh, a plow gun, which it's a plow with a... Take an eighteenth, take a nineteenth-century farmer's plow, and make it a tank. <laughs> it's got a giant gun in the front. I don't know what you'd be shooting at and why, but yeah. There's the fork alarm, which is uh, something that has a timer that reminds you when it's time to take another bite. Why would you need reminding? If there's food on your plate, it's time to... Oh, sure. It's time to take another bite. I think the idea is people eat too fast. So maybe it's to pace you. You'll You'll eat more slowly, you'll be fuller faster, you'll eat less. Right, okay. Uh, And then a helicopter ejection seat. I've actually heard of this before. I don't know what the logistics of it are, whether it launches you at a different angle or drops you out instead of um, straight up into the blades. But as it's properly noted here, it 
just seems like it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't really want to take a ride on that. Pretty sure that end messy. The prostate gland warmer is uh, designed to stimulate a man's abdominal brain, but it looks like it's something right from a UFO. It's pretty bizarre. Mm. And something warm and long to put up your bottom. It's basically, basically what it is, yeah. <laughs> but the last thing on this list is by far my absolute favorite, and I, I addictively watched this video for about ten minutes the other day. It's only a thirty-six second video. But it is the useless machine. And all it is, right. it has a switch. Well, I'll let you click play and watch what happens. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I want it. All it is is a box with a switch. You flip the switch, and this little mechanical arm comes out and flips the switch off. And you flip it again, and the little hand comes out and flips it off. It's all it does. It's all it does is turn itself off. That is genius. I love it. I wish I had that. Uh <laughs> I'd rather have that than one of those little things where little pendulums of balls that go back and forth. Yeah, definitely. That is brilliant oh and, i really want one now and there's something about it i mean it has no personality it has no it's a black box with a switch and a little metal not even a hand a little fork or a little little bolt comes out and just clicks it but there's yeah, not even a little finger that does it either is it but there's something about it that's just like what a dick like you yeah. just picture this little little snarky sarcastic little person in the box just like nope nope stop it what are you doing <laughs> Just leave it on. Stop it. Why are you, you know? Oh, it's great. So that has to go on the Facebook page. You'll have to go yeah. and check it out. It's a YouTube. 36 seconds. I want it. If you uh, have to search for it, it's Solarbotics, one word, S-O-L-A-R-B-O-T-I-C-S, Useless Machine. I really want one. I actually want to watch the video again now. That's why I said 10 minutes of just replay, replay, replay. I'm going to put it on again. Hang on. <laughs> it looks so cool, though. Well, should we let the folks go while we're watching the useless box in action? It's the best box in the world. <laughs> and he, he keeps turning it on. It turns itself off. It's so cool. <laughs> and he gets angry with it. And he taps the box. And he does it again. <laughs> oh, one one. All right, folks, <laughs> it's that time. It's that time to select today's Facebook fan of the show. I hope you took advantage of your chance to join up, to log in. Let's see. Let's check the count. Nope, still 83. It's unfortunate. Yep. Well, for those 83, this is your lucky day. Let me get the scroller going here. Top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom. To bottom. All right, you tell me when to stop, Elton. Go on, keep going, keep going, keep going. Hang on, hang on, keep going, keep going. Now, Lee. Is that it, Lee? Lee. Lee. Boz. It's Cart Bozman. Oh, there we go. Of the Here Goes Nothing podcast. 
Well done, free plug, you bastard. There you go. Congratulations, Lee. You are today's fan of the show. Well done. You must be so proud. Oh, I'll tell you what. Um, if you hear this, then either send in an audio comment, because I know you love these things, or send in an email when you actually find out this happened. And then we get to find out when he actually listened to the show as well. There you go. So if it's if it's a year's time and he's listening to it, he's like, oh, no, I got... No, you have to send it in now. <laughs> we're like one of those uh, iPhone apps that are getting criticized. Like, we're monitoring your progress. You've listened to our show, but we have to know when you listen, where you're listening, what oh, you're yeah. doing at the time. Yeah. Turn on your webcam. <laughs> and plus, we haven't played this for a little while either. So if you want to hear that, then you know, send stuff in. Yes, now I'm just sad. Uh, I want to play again. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go back to that box video. All right. So, folks, if you have anything you want to share, do send us an email at bombastpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you visit the show notes to get the links of the things we're talking about at bombastpodcast.podbean.com. You can visit the Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at Elton McManus, all one word, or SHC1970. You know, the more you interact with us, the easier it is for us to interact back. At least that's the case for me. It's I've definitely migrated, as I've said many times, from Twitter. It's my own fault. I, I have too many people that I'm following that I, I just... I, I can't keep track of everything. I, I need to thin it down. I need to find a way to do it without offending anybody, which I don't yep. think it's any of the listeners. It's It's really just... Uh, a lot of rethinking lost friends of friends of friends that just don't have that much I want to hear what you have to say <laughs> and I just can't <laughs> so you know I what basically what I end up doing is I go on I look for like anyone who added me at it me you know and yeah. uh, you know any direct messages and then I I don't really use the list feature that much but I will kind of poke through or like if I see you, Elton, have had a conversation with someone, I'll go back and forth with the replies to bring myself up to speed and see what Xbox things I'm being left out of. But besides that, I don't use it that much anymore. <laughs> but yes, you have all those means to get in touch with us. And uh, once again, congratulations to Boz for being the fan of the show. So yes, we need a yeah. we, we need a moral. I want that box. I do want that box too. Is that box the best thing in the world? Is that the moral of today's show? Um, yes, that box is the best thing in the world. <laughs> the greatest invention ever. That box is the greatest invention ever. Ever. If we could put it in italics, we would, but we can't. Yes, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> so, thanks very much for listening, guys. We look forward to talking to you again in about a week. Have a good day. Yes, thank you very much, guys. Uh, you're all very wonderful, and we'll see you again soon. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Tonight's episode of Apotheosis of a Bombast was brought to you by Elton McManus and Scott Copperman and was sponsored by the letters Q, M and the magic number 3.